Yo, welcome <laughs> to this convicted Christian community. CCC. What is going on? We are a Christian podcast and we love to oh talk about all gosh. things Christian. Sorry, what did you say? We're a Christian podcast. We're, we're a podcast. Things. We're a Christian, Christian podcast. Why are we playing such a secular song? I thought that was a Christian song. Is a I'm an island boy. <laughs> Let me ask you. Somehow make it. Preach, preach it into a sermon. Let me ask you. Are what? you an island boy? I am an island boy. Are you an island boy? <laughs> but the word island boy is usually associated with... Where, where's that actually from? I don't know, I don't man. Know. It's these these yeah. guys. Um, is this like a TikTok song? It is a TikTok song. But right. like when people say I'm an island boy, like I'm an islander, like kind of thing. Yeah. Meet you from like Tonga, isn't it? Well, no, I'm when, an they say, when they say like island boy, they're talking about, yeah, Pacific. Yeah, Pacific Islands. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's what I thought it meant. But technically your country is an island. My country is an island. Australia is an, an island. We're the Aussie <laughs> island boys right here. We're the originals right here. Exactly CCC. Right. You know, I was I was trying to play the tune on the on the on the piano. Oh really? What do you what does it sound like? Never gonna give you up. It's actually the I'm an island boy. Never gonna give you up. Dude, should make a remix. Well, there probably is one. Hasn't been picked up yet. I don't know. I haven't seen it. It's basically brick roll over and over and over again. Speaking of withdrawing, <laughs> racial divisions in a church. <laughs> that is a topic for today. That is a topic for today. So hot, we, we jump hot there. sauce. Yeah. Give me the hot sauce. We, we, give are me we, hot are sauce. we actually recording? Yeah, we are. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. Yeah. So this is how we like it. It's so natural <laughs> that we don't even know if we're recording or not. We don't know what's reality and what's not. <laughs> exactly. That's just what happens when you do we a have, podcast. We have lapsed into our normal, <laughs> messed up, weird beings. I'm just talking to people. I'm just talking like this. Pretending there's a mic there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's get into it, man. That was three minutes of nonsense. So topic Already. for today is a hot one. Mm. Racial divisions in church. Do they exist? Change my mind. Racial divisions in church does not exist. Well, Change my mind. This is going to really toasty. It's going to really hot. Getting really hot. Did you... Uh, uh, so, you, you've prepared some Bible verses. Yeah. Always, you know, always a good place to start is... Always prepare with the word. Back in God's word. The word we, of God. We start speaking our sinful minds. Hit <laughs> us know? up, fam. Hit us up. So, I was going to pick up from Matthew chapter 15, 21 to 28. And this is uh, one of the examples of, so this is one of the times where Jesus is talking to uh, a Canaanite woman and he's got his disciples with him. So verse 21, I'll, I'll read it through. Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite or Syrophoenician woman from that vicinity came to him crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is demon possessed and suffering terribly. Jesus did not answer a word. Silence. So his disciples came to him and urged him, Send her away, for she keeps crying out for us. after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. 
He replied, It is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. When Jesus said to her, Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. Boom! Healing. Healing. Healed in <laughs> Jesus' name. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Yo. So that's so, very racist, that passage. This passage it, it, is yeah, quite clearly quite wild. Is it clearly racist? It is quite blatant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Jesus was like silent. Like is that is that is that him is that him actually being is that I feel like it's a bit of a show. Like he's mm. he's going from yes, Christian not Christianity because Jesus mm. wasn't around, but like God was selective over the Israelites, mm. but that is gonna be challenged and whoever seeks after Jesus and his healing and his goodness will receive. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> arguably the Old Testament God was pretty racist because he went with one people, mm. one group of people. It was very inclusive. Yeah, very inclusive. Like so, exclusive. That's singular. what it was. Yeah. And like if you read like uh, Ruth, for example, right? Ruth is a tale of a woman who in the middle of the night basically beds a man, an mm. Israelite man, so that she can become part of God's family. Mm. All right. I mean, mm. that's, I think there is some sort of... Um, it's a bit of Will Smith uh, about some, that. Some crime... <laughs> criminal sort of sentencing that's required around that kind of activity but mm. massive double standard right there as well mm. you know a woman does it you know <laughs> different topic altogether <laughs> but that's how people that's how yeah. people were so keen to actually join god's family now christians we like to see this as a beautiful thing right it's uh, to say that well it, that's what it was but since we're on this side of jesus we are now we now have acceptance because we now have inclusion because God has adopted into all of you know us us into His His one big happy family. Mm. But yeah, 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 and and that would have been very very controversial, right? It's, we yeah. live on the side of, of Jesus where we're like, hey, love us because we're just human beings. But then back then it was quite the opposite. Like there was membership and pedigree mm-hmm. to who you were. Yeah, yeah, which is quite crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, even the fact that he, this passage gets a little bit blown out of context and people are like, yo, Jesus calls someone dog. Mm. Oh, yeah. You can't I've call heard someone people a dog. That, yeah. yeah. I've heard people say that, yeah. That's rude. You can't call someone a dog. Yeah. And it, it is quite like, what's the word? Strong language that he uses here. Mm. But when we unpack it a little bit, there's a couple of things. Like this lady actually knew a fair bit. Mm. Again, if we like go into the context of the time, Context of the time, like women weren't necessarily well versed in scripture. Mm. It's just the way that the society was. Like, you know, women were treated yeah. uh, inferior, inferiorly to, to men, which is un- unfortunate, mm. and is part of a culture of what it was like at the time. So women weren't educated mm. in scripture. Mm. Yet this this lady goes, Lord, Son of David. It's like she knows his lineage. She kind of knows who he is. Mm. Have mercy on me. She she knows that he has healing powers and there's more to him than that. Yeah. But I find it interesting that she knows that much mm. and goes like, obviously her daughter is is not in a great state mm. and she's really crying out. She needs some help. Yeah. And so 
I think from this as well, like she, she's constantly asking and disciples are like, can we just get this person to go? Like, mm. we just don't want, we don't want to see her anymore. Mm. And Jesus answers initially with, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. Mm. And like, like you were saying before, Jesus' mission when he came was to save Israel mm. and redeem Israel. And that's where we know that through his redemption, Israel becomes like, you know, Israel and the Gentiles. Mm-mm. So that's why, like, that's why we're saved. Yeah. But this this passage really is quite complex in that, mm. in a sense of like, is he is he saying is he isolating these people from his kingdom? Mm. You know, is he saying that they're not worthy? It's hard to take this passage just as it is. Mm. Like, we never want to take passages out of context. Yeah. In the whole context of the Bible. Mm. But when he's referring to to her. As a dog, mm. he's using it as a bit of a metaphor. And what, one of the things that he says in the Greek language, the word Jesus uses is called canarian, which means small dog or pet dog, mm. as opposed to kuon, which is like a wild dog. Mm. So not saying that she's an unclean, mm. kind of like a, a rat. Mm. You know? But one of the reasons he uses that as an example is to show that, that there's going to be providence First for the children mm. before the pet dog. It's like if you had a family and stuff like that. It's like you're going to feed your kids. Mm. You're obviously going to feed your dog. You know? You're not mm-hmm. going to go like, oh, we'll, we'll sort you out later. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to feed your kids yeah. first. Mm. And he's, that's what he's saying in terms of the scraps mm. is, is tossed to the dogs. Jesus is holy. His whole mind is on his people mm. and saving his people. And that's what his plan is throughout that time. Another thing I just, just read was... Um, you know, it's hard for us to, to know that when we're on the other side of the cross. But mm. one of the things was that the non, like non, like Gentiles, so non-Jewish people were considered so unspiritual that mm. even being in their presence was considered unclean. Yeah. So in John 18, mm. verse 28, then they led Jesus from the house of Caiaphas mm. to the governor's headquarters. It was early morning. They themselves did not enter the governor's headquarters mm. so that they would not be defiled but could eat at the Passover. So we wouldn't even go into this person's house who's not a, a Jew. Mm. That's how that's how like extreme that sort of divide was back then. Mm. This passage here does require a lot a hugely open mind to actually accept. There are some hurdles in it because of the context that we're living in right now. Um, but I think once you open that up, then you can actually start to see how revolutionizing this behavior was from Jesus, which is to say, hey, listen, we are going to encompass everyone mm. with my love. All right. And that was part of the issue was that there was all that division coming from God wanted his people to be the salt and light of this world. But except people were using that as division, people were using that as power play and that didn't sit so pretty with Jesus, hence why he comes and challenges this, right? Mm. So he then sets a stage of what it used to be and what it will be, which I think is super exciting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we still got that bad boy out. We're going to segment two, yeah? Yeah. All right, cool. So key thing we see from those verses is God desiring his people so much that he knows his mission he's come for. Mm. We know that that mission expands. Mm. And we see that even in this passage that he still goes, woman, you have great faith. Your mm. request is granted. She, he receives this non-Jewish person into, yeah. the, into the kingdom. Mm. 
we see that obviously in, in, in the other side of the cross that Israel is Jews and Gentiles, all who call in the name of Jesus will be mm. saved. Mm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so how does that tie into the church now? Like what does that look like in terms of now we understand that there are some societal issues with racism that has gone on for thousands of years, even yeah. before Jesus came into the mm. world, as, as we can see. Yep. And that's happened, obviously, since Jesus left and mm-hmm. has continued. And, you know, we don't need to go through all the mm. different vast periods of racial yeah. uh, things that have gone on. Yeah. In our society now, 21st century, we've just had a, some recent things going on with mm. like the Black Lives Matters around the world and, you know, the movement that that's taken. And, like, what does that look like in the church? Mm. You know, because we're obviously not uh, away from these well, obviously, as a church, we're still involved in these issues and stuff. Like, mm. what, do, what do you think? Is it? Do you think that there's racial division in a church, grossly? Mm. Or have you experienced racism in, in church? Yeah, right. I'd, I'd say rather a racial hatred within a church. Luckily for you and me, um, as sort of ethnic people, right here in Australia, mm. I, I think we have had it pretty lucky. We haven't had too much hatred, you know, bestowed upon us. Yeah. But I'd say I'd say churches experience what's called racial difficulties. Mm. Do you want to do you want to elaborate? In being able that? to understand each other and all the rest racial of it. Racial difficulties. Racial difficulties. Um mm. let's let's use that word. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna coin that phrase here at CCC. Yeah. Um, okay, I, I I look I learned Chinese. So I'm not I'm not Chinese, but I'm I'm Korean. But I learned Chinese because of its immense career benefits. I, I admit that it was. But one of the things that actually really fueled me to go is in the church that I used to go to, we had a international students ministry. Yep. Which was really interesting. And it would divide up into two groups. It it was unfortunate to see any sort of non-Asian international student in that group. Like they they were yet again another minority because a lot of Asians here, as as a, yeah, as, a as a minority ethnic represent uh, representation here in Australia. Mm. Uh, we have we didn't have too many Africans or South Americans or anything anything like that or even yeah. just you know Caucasian Europeans. Mm. We did have a few here and there, but they would also they were numbers. Their numbers are so low that they would just feel so awkward and weird, weird yeah, out, yeah. get out of place. So you said there were two groups. I I would just sort of go like Asian versus the rest. Oh, I've got it. Sounds oh, like okay. the story of my life, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I did also identify within the Asian group was those Asians that spoke good enough English. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking the Singaporeans and the Malaysians that actually have the English speaking background. Yeah. And then you got the the, the Chinese guys, right? Mm. Now, yeah. if you are if you are like an ABC, like Australian born Chinese, American mm-hmm. born Chinese, right? You will just go to an English service, and you have renounced your own language, right? Yeah. <laughs> there are some of them who speak Chinese, but they'll only speak it at home, and they've completely no, no problem speaking English just within within the community. That's, yeah. that's one. Man, this is just really Wong Fu and Just Kidding films at the moment, isn't it? But t- YouTube reference: if you don't get okay, it, you don't right. get it. Hashtag you know if you know. But there is also those guys who are just fresh off the boat, right? Mm. They didn't really come in a boat. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, they, Turn fresh off the boat. Yeah, they, yeah. they're fresh off a private jet, fresh off a plane. <laughs> um, and their English was just like not very good. It's hard to actually have a conversation with them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They are there because they are kind of trying to understand. And I, I, the way I analyzed the group was that this, this group of Chinese people 
came to church because a it was a culturally new and interesting experience and this is just what white people did right go to church uh and b it was for them to then escape the comfort of being around other chinese people who just spoke chinese all the time and and that would then you know hugely debilitate them from understanding the language and the culture of australia Hmm. to an onlooker like myself i I look chinese i'm asian but i i look at them and because i don't understand the language really terrible to say but it's no different to like animals making noise to me Hmm. right and and i don't mean that in a negative way because they i I don't understand their language it just sounds so different it's different and i do not understand the language and i cannot Hmm. understand their thoughts minds all that kind of stuff but what I did see was a massive turnover of these people that are just coming to the doorstep of church because they found it really interesting. Mm. So if you're a high-nosed, pale-skinned white person that approaches them and tries to make a conversation, it's overwhelming for them. Right, right. But then if you're a local Chinese person who, who speaks good enough English to approach them, to them they go, well, this is not what I signed up for. I didn't come to... You know, so they're uh, kind of uh, looking for a balance yeah, in between. Well, not even a balance. They, they just weren't looking for what they're looking for. And plus, that's why there was a huge turnover. Mean, meaning they come, they go. They come and they go. Mm-hmm. So I go, okay, well, how could I solve this? I'm Korean. Right. Wouldn't it be intriguing if I just spoke Chinese? And at that time, I'm, I'm plenty Aussie, right? I'm, I'm very mm-hmm. Australian. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. born and raised here. So I go, all right, well, I speak Korean as well. I, I can speak English, you know, quite well. I cannot relate with them but i look like them so when i approach them i'm not another you know foot taller than them and you know just mm. you know that kind of that daunting presence yeah it's not daunting because white people are better than asians oh my gosh i have to caveat everything i say these days because everyone's so bloody offended by everything but it's not that it's just that it's just that it's just the difference that causes that that yeah, imbalance yeah. right and, and then i go okay well and then i went to learn chinese and when i came back and I started talking to these people. These people actually love Jesus. They want to, some, some of them do anyway. They come with hopes and dreams and massive ambition and mm. extremely intelligent people as well. Yeah, right. And very, very interesting futures and, and past as well, which mm. we can come to really appreciate and relate with. Yeah. Now, that isn't a calling for everyone to go, hey, go learn Chinese. Or if you, <laughs> if you see someone who is uh, from, you know, like, uh, like Finland, like don't just all of a sudden start learning Finnish. You know what mm. I mean? Like, that's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If you are called to do that, then do it. Because I did, I did have a, a fair bit of interaction with the, with, with, the, with, the, with the international Bible study. Mm. Right. That's why I think I, I did feel that corner when I came back, it was intriguing and, and there was plenty of ways to connect with these people. Um, and in fact, just because I was within the group that there, I acted kind of like a bridge between like the, the Asians who spoke good English, the Asians who didn't. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, the racial difficulty arose when there was nobody to do that mm. for these people. I think a church should still nevertheless try to get along despite how difficult it is to communicate with each other, whether that is not only the barriers of language, but barriers of character socioeconomics right yeah should i say sexual orientation mm. it's it's it, it is what it is but we have difficulty mm. dealing with these differences yeah, yeah. Mm. because yeah. a simply sometimes we're just unable like in the case of people who are unable to speak english yeah uh, and in people who are unable to speak chinese or whatever other language may come to the doorstep but i would want nothing else but then to see the different groups of people actually come together and actually have a good time. Now, I have seen versions of that and I've seen people make an effort and actually make a really wonderful 
and a good variety, you know, a well-mixed crowd. Mm. But I've also seen people who get comfortable within just their like-minded mm. socioeconomic racial groups of people. I am very disappointed to see that mm-hmm. because it is kind of just being lazy. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, the, 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 the linguistic division, right, I think is, is a big part as well. Like it, it doesn't really, it, I think, I think well gone are the days where I would look at your dark skin and go, wow, you look dirty. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's not what it is. It's just the cultural. Hope, yeah, you'd hope yeah, so. <laughs> you hope so anyway. Yeah. But but it's just the cultural mm. differences in the way your value systems, my value systems, my language, your language, your food, my food. Mm. That just makes it difficult. And that's what that's where the Bible is so amazing. It's just like it teaches us everything. Yeah. It teaches us that that, that is going to be the case. Like mm-hmm. we know from um, the Tower of Babylon times. Yeah, that, that's that, yeah. That, all like it's going to be hard to understand each other like like the languages and stuff will get mucked up Mm. and then we know that come uh christ's return Mm. all uh people from all nations Mm. will be singing the same same song yeah song Mm. to to god so we know that there's going to be that unity and in the meantime it's like oh we just got to kind of navigate this like tricky thing i think it's the most beautiful thing having different cultures yeah and Everyone, I think most Christians know, it's like, wow, man, cultures are awesome. Mm. It's great. It's also one of the most difficult things is because it's hard for us to really understand people. Now, you did mention something. You mentioned racial division, racial difficulties. Mm. I feel like you were talking a little bit about racial difficulties being not like, oh, you're like a different skin color to me. We don't want to see you. Yeah. Racial difficulties being more the nuances, mm. like like language and like some of the stuff you're saying. Yeah. That, keeps us separate yeah but there is a little bit of racial division in a church and that becomes more from people sticking to their own culture yeah and then just getting lazy getting lazy not really having like an outward mind exactly right and you know what we went to a church the same one last week Mm. right there is something about the way the leadership can drive the culture of the church where it can be more accepting Where, where where I mean, it's everyone's effort, but like if pastors are listening, I think that's a really big thing. So like it, you have to make a conscious effort. And, and, I, and I like it when people make conscious efforts, right? I'll be honest with you this, okay. Mm. Do you have Caucasian friends who just cannot hang out with another Asian person for a long period of time? There are those people mm. where there's like the yeah. Caucasian friends who are a lot more encompassing of other, other cultures. The, the first Caucasian person isn't particularly racist. It's just that they just can't be stuffed. And then there's also the Asians and, and then the black people and everywhere mm. in between, right? That will be like, okay, I'm completely fine in my own culture. Like, and, and, and that's where I will be. And I won't do it. Like, a really interesting example I see is like, for, for example, some of the Singaporeans and the Malaysians, they love hanging out with each other. But they do have a very well deep rooted culture within themselves, right? Singaporeans and Malaysians. Well, some, I mean, they're more separate outside of Australia than they're mm. here in Australia. I feel like in Australia, they're, they're kind of like, they kind of see themselves as like a, a, like a similar crowd and yeah. they really get along really well. And they stick together quite strongly too, which is really, really interesting. And like from my experience of being an Asian person, young person here in, in Australia, yeah. I struggled quite a lot trying to, like you sometimes end up at a church where there's all these Asians, but they're all Singapore or Malaysians, right? Mm. And you just, you just find it so difficult to actually penetrate into that group. It's sometimes the wall is, is pretty crazy there as well. So it's not that they don't like you. It's not like you don't like them. Just the style is different. Yep. What you do is different. 
what churches do lack in effort. Individually, the members yeah. of the church do lack in effort to do it. I mean, I, I, the reason why I connect with you as well, I, I mean, boasting time, we are so good at connecting with literally anybody. <laughs> The whites, the Asians, yeah. the blacks, the, the who cares who they are. We, we praise are, God, praise, praise God. God. That, yeah, praise we God. We do find that easy. Yeah, and yeah. and the thing is, part of it could be it's our upbringing. A hundred. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with like mm. who we are and the upbringing we've had. Our high schools were probably super yeah. multicultural. Yeah. So we just had to just put up with it. We're second generation yeah. Australian. Yeah. You know, ethnic parents. Mm. So we grew up with multiple ethics. languages, yeah. right? So that's that's all that's all part of the recipe, I think. I got a question for you. Yeah. And this is probably easier for us to say this because we are ethnic. Yeah. But do you feel that people of color mm. have to make more of an effort to get along with Caucasian people? I veto that than, question. <laughs> than, than Caucasian people to ethnics. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying, Bella? No, I think the effort is quite equal. You reckon? I, th- I think the effort is quite equal. I, f- I feel like maybe I'm um, prejudiced in saying that because because I'm obviously yeah you know I'm yeah. I'm coloured. Your chocolate, that- <laughs> chocolate. Uh, that's it. Is that it feels like we have to make a lot more effort to to get to know white culture. Yeah. You know, I just say white because it's just easier than yeah. Think okay, yeah. yeah. Do you join? Yeah. Look, I, I have I, look. I once lived in Shanghai, and yeah. it's like it's like one of the most multicultural cities in the really? world, right? It is oh, there the most, like there's like a French restaurant who has a mission oui, oui, oui. or like a, it, it's crazy. It's very multicultural <laughs> there, but obviously the home language there is Chinese, and then there are like foreigners who are trying to make an effort into mm. being part of the Chinese community, yep. the local community. Right, right. They don't call that Chinese community; that they just call it the local yes. community. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how Greek salad is just salad in Greece. Yeah, yeah. I make that joke to my Greek <laughs> friends all the time. Um, uh, yeah. uh, Turkish bread is just bread. <laughs> yeah, it's just bread in Turkey. And then like made in China is just made around the corner <laughs> in China. <you> know? <laughs> but they make a huge effort, man. The locals? Yeah. That's it, what I'm saying? No, 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 not the locals. Oh, okay, the, okay. the white people or even the black people, the, the non-Asian people. Do you feel like then the Asian people make an effort to to get to know their culture, to welcome them in? No, probably less, less wow. than the, okay. the Caucasian does. Because it's, it's good to hear. Yeah, the Asian yeah. culture has been quite monocultural for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whereas like the, the, the you know, the Western culture has yeah. been quite multicultural for Which a long obviously time. Obviously, we're comparing Asian to white there. Um, but that's the only thing we have to compare. It'd be really mm. interesting to see what like going to South America would be like. Like, mm. would they be more welcoming? Mm. But yeah, I, I, I see. Mean, we're, we're kind of being ignorant in that sense, is that well, we don't have any experience in that field either. We don't. Yeah, we don't. and that's the thing is like we we won't have experience. No one will have experience in everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I do want to just say like with that question, it's not to call out white people in any way. Yeah. But um, it's just obviously when you're in Australia as as white culture, mm. you know, it's comfortable. So, and any any Australian who's gone and lived overseas will understand. Like, yeah. Oh, yo. So this is what it's like being in, in a different environment mm. where everything's different. Yeah. The way people eat. Yeah. The way they walk into a house. Oh, yeah. well, you, you you take, take your, your shoes, shoes off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like to everything, the way you like you say cheers, yeah. the way you welcome each other, like yeah. every single minute thing. Yeah. Is different. Yeah. So if you haven't been to another culture, like I. It's a bit hard right now with COVID going on. Yeah. 
but um, go to another culture and, and experience what. what but I, I have seen like Caucasian friends who have like the least amount, and I'm not talking about those Caucasian friends that watch like you know twenty thousand episodes of anime in their yeah, life, yeah. kind watch of thing. Watch Squid Game, and yeah, like, yeah, all that kind I know of Korean culture. K-pop and all that, like not <laughs> no career booze, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> BTS, yeah, yeah, all those. Guys. I'm talking just, just. You know, just just regular true blue Aussie, you know, blo- bogan, you know, guys that are genuinely interested in like Asian culture, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. just like they'll just happily sit and listen to stories mm. and have a really long conversation. And he's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, man, how you going? This and that, whatever." And that's and there's something really Australian about that. Like we're yeah, getting a bit patriotic here, but that that's really Australian. That's I it. think that is the true Australian. But like yeah. the other Australian, where just like, "Oh mate, oh I'm, I'm you know I'm just much better off talking to my blokes and." You know, yeah, yeah. oh, can't really have a conversation kind of thing. I mean, that's not very blokey. The other side is the same. If you're from China or if you're or whatever and you don't want to engage in conversations with them because you find their accents funny or difficult, I mean, that's also a problem too. So in a church, okay, <laughs> rolling it right back. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> it. Bring it back. <laughs> Just wheel it right back. I mean... <laughs> what were you talking about again? <laughs> something to do with, <laughs> with? your chocolate skin. <laughs> Chocolate rain. Do you remember that yeah. song? Comment below what uh what what type of chocolate does my skin look like? <laughs> See, like in a church, just check yourself. At the end of the day, check you yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's exactly right. It, the problem is, okay. First of all, is the leadership driving the culture in the right direction? And second uh-huh. of all, are the people you know cashing into that culture? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that there is some level of. You know, I haven't even mentioned foreign language speaking churches mm-hmm. here, here, and here, and here in Australia, right? So, is it, it's being accommodating? Yeah, I guess, and I, I think it's gen, generally positive. I, I don't think today's podcast is about that. I mean, sometimes if your language is so limiting that you need to seek Jesus in your yeah, native I'm, tongue, it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. I mean, yeah. just just seek Jesus in every mm. scenario. You know, whatever the cost. Whatever is easiest. Exactly. Whatever right. is most comfortable. Exactly right. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah. But I've seen churches where it's just like they speak English, but it's just Asians. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like the minority is like the Caucasian. And like, yeah, the, like, yeah. and when I say minority, I'm talking like two people in a 200 yeah. person gathering. Have you seen those churches? Oh, they yeah. they exist. I know. It's just it's like it's so weird though because it's just they don't talk to anyone. And else. you know what? And you know what? I thought they were just like Chinese. I started approaching them in like mm. Chinese speaking. I've been I visited this church as well, mm. and they're like, "Sorry, I don't speak any Chinese." <laughs> what? <laughs> but then it's weird because I look at sometimes the black churches, the like the really gospel kind of church, and I think they're beautiful as well mm, mm. well I find myself going to that church not really because yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd love to check it out bro. No, we gonna, so hey, I wonder if there is one in. I wonder if there's one here in, where, we, where live. we live I, I like, hear there is which we start one I, I hear there <laughs> Imagine is imagine I started one yeah, I was, we'll oh, just start a black happy church happy day oh happy day I mean it's it's, it's and, and I love their music as well I, I mm. almost seek it to be dude honest. the passion man yeah, yeah. their passion's just so contagious, mm. and like, so and like contagious. the way faith manifests itself in different cultures is different as well. So, yeah. I, there is some study out there that's arguably in a more scientific sort of upbringing, mm. people have less sort of miraculous experiences, and then mm. you know, in a less you know scientific sort of in a more tribal cultural sort Experience. of yeah, experiential yeah, fam- yeah, familiar yeah, those kind yeah. of circumstances. There's more yeah. of those like yeah, and I would love to be a part of that you mm. know witness. You know what I mean like. Yeah. Just like anything else, everything of this secular world will blind us from yeah. from God, right? I feel like you're touching on the key key point that we're coming to with this is 
across the board, I don't think there is racial division mm. in a church. Mm-hmm. And, and that's obviously a blanket statement. Unfortunately, there are churches that would definitely be like that. Mm. There are many churches that aren't. And we can speak... Shame on of, them. <laughs> <laughs> we can speak, obviously, in a bit of a bias and being, and we can only speak in Australian terms. You know, people in America or other countries, we don't know. Mm. We don't know what it's like over there. But I, I, I dare say quite a lot of churches in, in America and in those places are really accommodating. Mm. But the beauty of Australia, and again, going on a bit of a patriotic tone here, is that we're such a multicultural mm. nation. Mm. It almost renders us not to be so racially mm. racially secluded. Mm. We can't. It's impossible. And the way that society in Australia has moved in the last, you know, 10, 20, 30 years is heaps yeah, away way. from that. Mm. So when I look at churches in Australia, and I, I think we do it so proud. Mm. And again, going a bit, bit on a uh, patriotic run is I think we do it, do that stuff so greatly that it's it's a bit of an example to to mm. people in other countries is mm. if you come to australia you see how multicultural it is mm. you know like the town that i grew up in had over 150 different cultures mm. you know you can't you can't not interact with people mm. who are different and get to know them and see the beauty in that Mm-mm. so when i look at churches in, in australia I go like yeah they they are such examples of it and mm. i think we as christians and that's what we wanted to touch on is christianity can be such powerful uh voice in all of these things that are going on yeah in all the cultures yeah. you know i was listening to a tim keller sermon that was talking about this some people were asking him about there was some obviously recent shootings at the time in, in america policeman who shot a black guy mm. unfortunately has become the norm mm. you know and he was like you know how do we answer to that and he said we aren't christians if we have racial division wow we can't be the church of our racial division. It, go, it goes against everything of what Christianity is. Mm. And he goes like, you could, you're not a true Christian mm. if you're not willing to accept other cultures. Yeah, I was like, man, that's powerful. Tim Keller, as, as many people know, which is, he'll say it as is, but mm. so true, right? Mm. Christianity has a chance to be a voice in this, mm. to be a voice of difference to all the people that are going both ways. You know, where people are going, no, like there isn't any racism like with the Black Lives Matter issues mm. in America. Like, oh, like, you know, America's not a racist country. To people going all the other way, they're going like, you know, just all white people are racist. Mm. And obviously there's reasons why people are so emotionally invested in it. Mm. But I think through that, Christianity answers and delivers into that. Mm. That Christians should stand up mm. for racial... Um, uh, racial divisions for for racial injustice mm. for social in, injustice Christians should stand up for that mm. and should be voices in that but Christians can also be voices in a way that they interact mm. look um, I guess people listening to this would also argue that you know Christianity is responsible for a lot of racial yeah destruction of humanity in the past so you know, like we're in Australia, like if you think about the stolen generation and things like that, I mean, I'm not attributing Christianity as the issue with the people involved are an issue mm. here, I guess, but they used religion, Catholicism, mm. Judaism to actually justify these acts, which is by no means something that, you know, we as a podcast accept, we as yeah. human beings accept, but definitely not. It's, definitely not. Yeah. But, you know, to speak further into that, I mean, Australia is pretty good at the moment, right, with what we're doing, um, but to encourage things further, right? If we, 
we do have a big identity thing, you know, here in Australia. Mm. Being an Australian, sort of whether you come from different places, is is a thing. So, you know, for example, you know, in our town, we suffer from like the which high school did you go to syndrome, right? Which is, mm. you know, we we check our backgrounds before we can become friends. Yeah. Yeah, we got to realize we don't need to do that in in Christianity in mm. the church. Like you mentioned, some, something quite similar. So when I went to church in Shanghai, right, mm. we're so diverse. In a in a pew of six people, you would struggle to find two people from the same country. Right. Right. So you would think like most of the people in Shanghai would be like USA or English people or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking Canada, United States, Mexico. I'm, I know someone from Cuba, Chile. Uh, Brazil kind of sounds like Australia, right? Um, and then the Australians and New Zealanders, yeah, right? Well. Singaporean, Malaysians, Laos, uh, yeah, Cambodians. I, 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 as I say these nations, I think of each individual person that I've mm. met while I was there, right? And and you go to Europe and Africa as well, mm. right? And there's so many people that come from all these different countries and even countries that you never heard of. And in that entire church, we sing in English, but you know, we 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 sing in one voice and. Like I, I grew up in one town, right? But that's when I truly, truly felt on my skin that, hey, God is a God of all nations. God mm-hmm. is God of the universe. He's a God of all, all peoples, right? Amen, and amen. it reduced me to tears, bro. It was amazing. Yeah, wow. And you know, here's the thing. It was easier for us. Okay, a lot of us there are transitioning through life. So I was mm-hmm. there as an exchange student. Someone that was there as an expat. Yeah. Uh, some of them were, were came over as family to try living in uh, abroad for a while and then mm. go back home wherever they came from. Everyone was there probably at the longest, maybe two or three years, right? Most of them just didn't bother, right? Didn't bother to, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just stay for a long time. And plus, you know, if you come to Australia, you can get your permanent residence and you can live here forever, right? But yeah, yeah. It, China never gives up permanent residencies. You've got mm. to actually have a reason for why you're in China. We would become friends just like that. Mm. It, we would we would almost have some, often have some some local Chinese people. They were not supposed to be there, but they came in anyway. They got, they cannot join a service with other foreigners for mm. communist reasons. Right. Yeah, right. it's a real thing, mate. But we would do. There was twenty people in my cell group. None of us was from the same country. Not one of us were from the same country. Yeah, Can yeah. you believe that's that? unreal? That mm. is unreal. But you know what? We became friends just like that. Mm. What? Why was that? Because it didn't matter which high school we came from. You had the same common identity in Christ. Eh? We had what mattered more is yes, we were brothers and sisters on the Christ. Amen. I I was genuinely moved That's by that. And then mm. you come to you know here, and then we got to actually like, go like at least see each other in our peripherals <laughs> for at least two yeah, years yeah. before we can start actually think about being friends <laughs> or whatever. And I think that's uh, I think that's mentally unhealthy, but. Mm. But hey, at least there's no barrier, right? I mean, it's 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 still a, a positive thing. But that was a really really good example of, and and people just knew if I don't build a strong relationship with this person through the bond that we have through Jesus Christ now, the next time we're going to meet is in heaven. Mm. So there was some sense of urgency of needing to love this person right here, right now, right now, right now, because God has brought that person in your life. Yeah, yeah, right to exchange your relationship with God to with each other right to glorify God in in your fellowship not your friendship you don't you don't pick friends there mm. see you said something really beautiful the other you say friendship mm. the difference between friendship and fellowship is a friendship you choose to be with a person fellowship you just love the person right mm. amazing I did not choose the people that came to that one yeah, location yeah, yeah. from all over the world mm. no way 
It's true fellowship. Yeah, that is that that was something very close to fellowship. Mm. People, someone new, brother or sister, straight away. Mm. We, we're going out to have dinner. We, you know, we meet during the week, right? Going for yum cha. Yeah, going for yum cha. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Part of it also was because we we're feeling isolated from like the local Chinese yeah, crowd yeah. as well. But the thing is. We also had local Chinese people that were interested in Christianity join us mm. as well, who were interested in learning a bit of English, this and that, all these other things as well. But hey, and definitely took a lot away. And you know what? In some ways, maybe it gives rise to why we're doing this topic today. Mm. Is when I came back to Australia, I was disappointed with what I saw. Yeah, right. Mm. Mm. So praise God that there is no real division, mm. but the difficulty is there, mm. and more of us need to make an effort. More yeah, of us need yeah. to make an effort. And we are blessed to speak a lot from our experience mm. and the gift of multiculturalism in each of our lives to be able to speak about this. But that circumstantially doesn't really matter. Mm. It's just in your heart. Open it up. And it's, you'll be so, God will do wonders. God will do wonders. God and will you'll be do wonders. so surprised at the amount of amazing people there are. You're really surprised at the, uh, the beauty of the cultures as well. Yeah. Food, language, culture. Exactly right. Yeah. It is, it is, it is quite amazing. So, so there you have it, guys. The answer is <laughs> we don't have the answer. We don't have the answer. We God does. God does. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, CCC. We'll see you next Check time. Check back next time. Subscribe. Take care.